Right now, you're listening to the Azeem Digital Asks All-Round Digital Marketing Podcast, the podcast that covers traditional and non-traditional marketing topics with brilliant guests and brilliant insights. Stay tuned for another great episode. Hello and welcome back to the Azeem Digital Asks podcast. This is uh, the all-round digital marketing podcast. What I was going to say there is this is a topic that I'm really looking forward to learning more about. My guest is laughing already. We're talking all about LGBTQ plus inclusion in the marketing sector. I've got a wonderful guest called Andy who I'll let him introduce himself in a moment. I want to start by saying that I'm really, really excited to talk about a topic like this because it's something that I shamefully do not know enough about. So I'm very glad that he has agreed to join me. My friend, welcome to the show. Thanks mate, happy to be here. You are an absolute legend. For those who don't know who you are, would you mind giving a short intro to yourself, who you are, what you do, and why you are such a brilliant human being? <laughs> uh, my name's Andy. Uh, my pronouns are they and he, and I work in digital marketing for a fantastic agency called Noisy Little Monkey. Um, the easiest way to introduce myself is through a slew of labels, so I'm gonna gonna start with that one. Uh, I'm a Christian. I'm autistic. I'm dyslexic. I'm non-binary. I'm queer, but like. I'm also obsessed with the colour yellow. It's becoming an increasing problem. Uh, I'm an illustrator and I really love marketing, like an embarrassing amount. I talk about it at dinner parties. It's it's not good. That is what it's all about. And I was very fortunate to have the chance, thanks to our friends at Noisy Little Monkey, to meet you at their most recent version of Brighton SEO. And we got to hang out for a little bit. And for those who don't know Andy, absolute legend and i'm going to say that lots of times during this episode <laughs> but yeah look let's get right into it before we start though what i'm going to say is what i said to you when i met you in person and like i said at the start of this episode this is something that i am learning about so for yourself and for the listeners if i make a mistake apologies in advance because please know this is coming from a place of learning and i'm going to make mistakes along the way so i'm going to hold my hands up in advance and just say I'm trying to learn more, which is why I've engaged with you. Please don't. Can I me. add my own caveat to that? Go on. Which is, I think people can always tell the difference between someone who's trying and someone who isn't. So for me, I'd much rather that you're engaging in it, trying and getting it wrong, but learning from your mistakes, than you're like, oh, that's too terrifying. I'm not even going to bother. Okay. So. Good. We've all got to learn. Deal made. Right, let's jump into this. So we're talking all about LGBTQ plus inclusion in the marketing sector. And I think the best place to start, Andy, is essentially it's a two-pronged question. So either how do you define or what does it mean to you to be a marketer who is part of the LGBTQ plus community? So I love this question because it's not really a thing. <laughs> in the sense of like there's not a defined community of um I, often I use queer and LGBTQ plus interchangeably some people uh who are LGBTQ plus may not define themselves as queer but just to let you know I'm going to be doing that um but yeah there's like you know you've got um women in SEO or you've got like the be digital platform for black marketers that's emerging at the moment like there are loads of uh kind of communities within marketing for marginalized groups, but we don't really have that 
for the LGBTQ plus community. Um, but I think for me personally, it's about um, kind of the way that we do everything in marketing. So like marketing is power. That's a bold statement, but I'm going to stick with it in the sense of we have the uh, power to kind of change our society to influence our society if we're doing our job right. And so for me, as like a queer person in the marketing industry, I think, you know, there's so much potential for change there. And there's so much potential to kind of show people how glorious and how amazing kind of like a queer inclusive LGBTQ plus inclusive society can be. We can change that narrative if we know what we're doing. Love that. Love that. Uh, that's a brilliant answer. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I wanted to to touch on part of that so I think part of what you just said involves pronouns as part of identity and recently I've noticed that more and more people have started to include their pronouns in their social bios for example or for example at conferences you can now have them on your badges lanyards is the word I'm looking for (laughs) (laughs) so for me I guess I'd love to learn from you directly why do you think that, that pronouns or identity is important to address for us as marketers. Yeah, it's interesting because I think pronouns has become such like a overwhelming social issue that um, if you looked at the media, you'd think that the number one issue for trans people is pronouns. The number one issue for trans people is like legal recognition and rights. But like people getting your pronouns right massively affects your daily life. Um, And it's a really easy thing to get right. And it's a really easy thing to get wrong. Um, So I think pronouns are really important because uh, it kind of demonstrates other issues and it demonstrates like somebody being a safe person or not. Um, And then like identity broadly in marketing is is so important. Like that's all we ever talk about, right? We're always talking about like focus on your customers, think about your personas. Like it's really important to kind of dig into identity. That's one of the reasons I love marketing. But in doing that, um, often we can kind of uh, maintain these like stereotypes or these kind of binary narratives, um, which are, are... I was going to say dangerous, that's maybe a stretch, but they can be because they kind of uphold other issues. So if things like, um, you know, if if you're an SEO who's worth their salt, then stuff you write is going to be at the top of Google. And if you're doing even small things like using they instead of he or she, that's non-binary inclusive, or... um, when you write alt descriptions if you don't know the gender of the person you're writing about not if they look male or female but if you don't know like you haven't been told by them what their gender is then you don't know so you can say oh this is a masculine person with short hair doing this or you can say this is a person with long hair doing this right and even things like that you're helping yourself get a better idea and you're also kind of changing the thing the way that people see uh sources of authority talking about people and talking about these issues brilliant you've very (laughs) nicely led me to my next question about sources of authority and you just touched on 
what brands can be doing there. Uh, do you have any examples that you can share with the listeners of brands or companies who are tackling this issue really well? Yeah, so um, I think like <laughs> gay people love Starbucks. I don't know if you ever noticed that. It's like a <laughs> gay people <laughs> no. love Starbucks, right? <laughs> And in 2019, they did this, um, and this is advertising, but it, it proves my point. They did this ad of a, a trans kid, and it was kind of the the person wasn't getting their, uh, they weren't hearing their name, and then they go to Starbucks and they hear their name for the first time, right? And like that, that's a real experience that happened to me. That was the first time I heard someone use my chosen name. And it's it's a true experience for a lot of trans people. So they, they did their research. They worked with trans people and they got it right. And I think people really appreciated that. So the, the big, any good examples like that, like um, Happy Socks recently did a partnership with the Fluid Project, which is like a, this is like a BTC example, but um yeah, they are a queer-run organization, and then they also donated to charity. So there was a lot of like uh, actual interaction with LGBTQ plus people. Um, as long as you're asking actual people of the community to do it, then you can't go too far wrong, but also pay them. <laughs> that helps. Um, and I think also like make sure that you're diversifying who you ask like there's a big problem within the queer community of like what's colloquially called the gatriarchy uh but it's like white cis which means not trans um gay men who kind of are only one step removed from the like i don't know ideal of like a white cis straight man right and so often they kind of dominate queer spaces and they can be transphobic or you know racist and that's not like a real kind of representation of queerness so I think if you're going to be asking uh, influencers or like charities um, like who are queer for advice and to work with them on projects it's really important to make sure that you're not just asking white gay men you can't you can't be queer inclusive if you're not kind of anti-racist and you're not um, inclusive of disabled people as well. Like that just doesn't work. Thanks very much for that. Uh, so look, we're about ten minutes in, eleven minutes in, and my head is full already. I'm learning a lot. So honestly, thank you so much. This is this is brilliant. I wanted to to move on and say, look, let's imagine that a brand or an agency is listening to this completely new about this area or aspect of inclusion and they're thinking right okay I need to take action on what Andy's sharing with us what resources would you recommend to them where they can sort of start and and get involved and take action so uh google's a good one (laughs) but uh it's good to it's good to be careful what you what you're googling so uh, the Stonewall Glossary is really good. It's like a list of um, kind of queer related terms. So if you're, you've got no idea what's going on, uh, go and read that because then at least you'll kind of be able to understand some of what people are saying. Um, the Things Not To Say series on YouTube is really good. 
because um, it's again it's pe actual people from various communities like talking about how to interact with them and that's really helpful um bit of a basic answer but like content creators on instagram um, and books are really good for like actually kind of getting a personal understanding of people so beyond the gender binary by alok menon's really good um as is in their shoes by jamie windust and dr devon price on instagram uh, they've got like a PhD and they they have such a nuanced kind of uh, understanding of it. So I, I really enjoy their content. But I think it's also important to say that like we're still working this out. Like everyone is still working this out. So as long as you um, kind of don't work with anyone who is uh, explicitly anti-queer explicitly anti-LGBT like that's something that um noisy little monkey we will only work with uh clients who we kind of agree with morally um and learn from the people who are willing to talk about it so I'm one of them <laughs> like I'm I'm a queer person but I'm also somebody who's studied sociology and who's really interested in these topics and I'm willing to kind of talk about it um you know don't go up to whatever employee you have in your workplace and be like hey so gay rights um but, but you know there are lots of people who are doing the work um so I think it's just about kind of yeah finding going to the source and uh finding what what they say which I think is true for for all marginalized communities really absolutely and I have to sidestep for a second and say you are doing my job better than me because the way that you're linking these together is fantastic. <laughs> uh, so you mentioned about colleagues there, and that's my my next question for you. So what should non-LGBTQ plus marketers do to make their workplaces more inclusive? Great question. Uh, the This is a shameless plug, but I went on another podcast, obviously not as good as this one, uh, called Nobody Panic. And I did a episode on how to be a good trans ally. Um, so if you search how to be a good trans ally on Spotify, nobody panic, it should come up. So like, listen to that because I go into like big detail on that. Um, in terms of like workplaces, uh, at Digital Gaggle, which is the um, event that Noise Little Monkey held earlier, we came up with this um, thing that was like, cry, build a gang, leave. So um if you're like a queer person who's uh like struggling then that that's the kind of three-step plan <laughs> um but I think like if you're not a queer person then um I, as you said at the start like putting pronouns in your bio putting pronouns in your email um so we've got all of ours in our uh, signature and that's really good challenging things that people say on calls um like if somebody presumes if you don't know the gender of somebody use they pronouns until you find it out because like that normalizes it um and also i think like it's so much easier to do the work when it's not about you so go to your HR if you're lucky enough to have one, go to your line manager, your CEO and say, hey, um, what, you know, what are our queer, like LGBTQ plus policies at work? Like, can I just make sure that we're doing everything we can to make this a safe space? Like, do we think about this in our hiring? Like, and 
and actually putting that work in when you're before you need to does that make sense so before somebody yeah. comes out in the office make it easy for them to do so because it's really hard that is brilliant honestly brilliant um, <laughs> you're so nice to me <laughs> wait till i press stop recording <laughs> <laughs> You mentioned in your previous answer there, Andy, about queer marketers who might be struggling. And I'd love to just just pick on that a little bit more. So if there are people listening to this in the marketing industry who are queer and are struggling and who feel like their workplace is not inclusive at all, what advice would you give to them? Maybe if they don't know where to start, for example, what what advice would you give to those people? Well, first of all, I'd be on Twitter because uh, we need we need a we need a community happening here um i think yeah the the first thing would be um if you're if you have a hr talk to them uh i know a lot of like smaller agencies or in-house like smaller companies maybe don't um but also sometimes hr can be not great so i think the first thing would be to identify your biggest ally so that's the person who you think is going to be like most receptive and kind of sit them down in a private like chill environment and just be like hey I'm finding some of these things a little bit difficult like do you think you could help me work them out or help me have those conversations just so you know you've got someone on your team um and then be clear and focus on small wins so like identify the things that are really getting to you and try and fix those first like you are not responsible for making the whole company better um but if it's affecting your experience of the workplace like you should do something about that it was something um my colleague josh said to me because i feel i'm very british i feel really bad correcting people or i used to feel really bad correcting people on my pronouns and uh josh said well you know if if i got your name wrong you'd immediately tell me wouldn't you because like that that's awkward and it's wrong so why are pronouns any different and I've I've found it much easier in these kind of situations um to employ the the uh, model that um cow on sex education which is a tv show on netflix it's great uh they get misgendered and they say oh I use they them pronouns but no worries and it's kind of firm uh but calm and it just de-escalates the situation so when I'm talking to other people in the marketing industry and they're like ah I'm like oh this is it don't worry about it like I'm going to correct you and then we're all going to move on because this is not the most important thing we've got to talk about now love that and uh definitely minus the sex education on Netflix nobody needs to know about that all the things that you've mentioned all the resources that you've mentioned throughout this podcast definitely share links with me and I'll add them in to the show notes uh sadly we do have to part way soon andy but one of the things that i'm keen i know yeah (laughs) one of the things that i'm keen uh to do is obviously just give you an open section for you to talk about anything that you want here that we haven't covered that you think might benefit the listeners so essentially the floor digital audio space whatever you want to call it all yours mate um i think i'm going to take this precious moment to say please stop turning your logos into rainbows simply for the month of june it's my biggest pet hate there's so many memes on the internet about all the rainbow flags being pulled down in july the first right um 
so yeah i think the biggest thing is uh it's not that hard to avoid tokenism but you do have to put in the work and like i really appreciate you being like i might get this wrong but you're only gonna start getting it right with practice and with reading and like you know we're we're all learning we're all uh trying to get better at so many different things and this is just one of them um yeah i think that's everything your your questions were great the listeners can't see but i've got what i thought was the praying emoji <laughs> virtual high fives for you there loving it before you go andy i would love for people to be able to find out more about you, follow you. So essentially this is the part of the episode right before the end where you share all your details and hopefully social media following goes through the roof. Can't wait. I mean, you are famous, so I'm really excited <laughs> to just riff off that. Uh, no, so on LinkedIn, I'm Andy Thornton, A-N-D-Y, and I've got a blog on LinkedIn of like 10 ways to make your workplace more inclusive. And that's not just for LB lgbtq plus people that's kind of for all different groups um i'm on twitter and instagram as human satsuma my twitter is like professional marketing based and my instagram is not professional uh but follow it anyway i do i do put quite a lot of like queer resources on there um so if you're interested in that then then feel free to follow it and i tweet about kind of inclusion quite a lot i've only just got twitter so uh, any support is really welcome uh, I'm also always happy to field questions like lots of queer people aren't and it's not their job but I am and I'm explicitly saying that I am so please use me as a resource um, although I would say if Google can answer the question don't ask me so don't message me saying what does non-binary mean because you can google it um, and then the final thing is uh, I work for Noise Little Monkey and we do quite a lot of marketing blogs. Um, I write quite a lot of them. So check those out as well. Awesome. Like I said, definitely share those links with me, please. I guess all that's left for me to say is uh, massive, massive thank you. This has been really, really insightful. It's definitely one that I'll be coming back to. Uh, believe me, if these listeners number rise, it'll probably be me coming back to it over and over again. <laughs> but I really appreciate you taking the time out to to share this with me and with the listeners. So thank you so, so much. If you enjoyed this episode, please, first of all, before even subscribing, liking, all that usual nonsense that I talk about, go and follow Andy. Thank him for sharing his knowledge and wisdom. And then when you've done, come back, run this episode up 10 more times and then like it, share it, subscribe it. Knock onto your next door neighbor and tell them that you've just learned a lot about this stuff and that you want to share it with them. If they don't work in marketing, it would be a little bit weird, but still pass the <laughs> message on. Andy, thank you so much. Thank and take you care. so much, mate. I'm so happy to be here. Cheers. So that was another great episode in the bag. I'm really enjoying hearing from some brilliant people in this industry. If you enjoyed this podcast, please follow me on Spotify. Please leave a rating on Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you are using. Tell a friend to tell a friend and hopefully see you for the next episode.